Because you keep interrupting me. Why don't you stop and let me finish? Because I was going to agree with Zach. Hey, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to Bros, Bibles, and Beer. It's episode 212. Yes. <laughs> Zach, how's it going? Andy's the devious of meanies. Wow, Andy, how, how are you? My belly not so good. And you're sneaky. Scott? Still drinking Coors Light. Oh, good for you. That's <laughs> and then. And Jet. <laughs> That was so meek. And no one cares how Jeff's doing anyway, so. But in case somebody were to pretend to care, how are you doing, Jeff? What flavor of 11 are you? (laughs) Chocolatey. (laughs) That tastes good. And you got, Andy, you got some rumble in your tumble? Dude, uh, you know, I've been doing this like stupid Whole30 thing, but mainly it's just kind of like, feels like I'm cleansing the palate. If you do it right, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to reintroduce foods back in to figure out if your body doesn't like anything. Well, in a moment of weakness this afternoon at lunch, I had cookies and milk. Mm, Milk and cookies. I bet that was one of the best things that's ever happened to you for about 15 minutes. Oh, dude, it was awesome. Cookie Monster came for you. But then uh, I was like, oh, I had a big big glass of milk. And I'm worried that... uh, Dairy might not be my friend anymore, which would really suck because that means all the good things. I think we actually have a a live look in at your stomach. Oh my gosh. That's exactly what it felt like. Yeah, your stomach don't look good. My stomach don't look too good. It's terrible. Potentiality to get juicy. I bet it was. It was. (laughs) Baby wipes. (laughs) 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 I'm. Uh, never mind. Uh, the wheels <laughs> no, are it, turning. It, 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 I was just going to say, I never, I never thought as a grown ass man that I, I would want to have baby wipes available just oh, in, just oh. in general. Oh, they're great. They're life changing. Yeah, I know. Dude, all men should have baby wipes on hand all the time. What were the ones from the Dollar Shave Club guy? Remember? Uh, I think there's man, oh, probably man wipes. One wipe Charlie's. Okay. Mm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I miss those commercials. They were great. Well, he hasn't been in my bathroom. (laughs) I don't know what that means. (laughs) I actually still do that. Oh, no, guys. My favorite news actor got fired. Uh, (laughs) Don Lemon? And Tucker Carlson's out. This is fun times, man. Oh, wow. We were not talking about that. Don't worry, audience. (laughs) Wow. I just, it came to mind. Breaking news. Topical, yeah. topical, and uh, they're yeah. like now urgent. You, now that you're good billionaires, you're fired. I think Tucker could start his own uh, YouTube thing and probably be very successful with his giant head. He might need a bigger camera. I don't know how it works, <laughs> dude. He needs <laughs> some, the wide some, angle. <laughs> some product is there. Does someone have a? Is there a phone dinging? Is or like you? a haircut? Who's dinging? He's got like that seventies. It's haircut. me. I'm. Hey guys, it's my first time podcasting. Let me let me put this on focus mode. Okay. Hey, we got, uh, I'm sure we got, what do we got? Beer stuff, bro stuff, Bible stuff. What's yeah. going on? Uh, man, I got some beer stuff. Who's got uh, the beer stuff? I got, I got, I, I got get, some bro stuff. I got some beer stuff, beer news, uh, more like beer, uh, beer guessing of questions. Uh, so everybody tries to do dry January. We've, we've heard of this, mm. you know, you get sloshed on new year's and then, uh, okay. Dry January. So, uh, question, <clears throat> For all of you, when 
those who participate, and this is going to go by age brackets, uh, millennials, Gen Xers, baby boomers, uh, when they go and they participate in dry January, <clears throat> excuse me, how many of them make it? How many of them actually drink more? And how many drink less, but they weren't dry? So, uh, first of all, which, um, okay. So I feel like you should start like seven questions. Was it? Can you clarify? Yes. Can I, I'll, bro, we'll I'll get a whiteboard. I'll get a whiteboard we'll, out. Can we just start? Dry? And you can clean it with your one wipe, Charlie. Yeah. One mm. wipe, Charlie. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maj- so let's just take, let's just take the millennials. Okay. Um, the hated millennials. The hated, hated millennials. Lazy. Did they, by majority, did more go totally dry, drink less, or drink more? The millennials. This is after they do dry they're, January? They're, no, they're in dry January. They're trying to do dry January. It's my goal to do dry January. It's like having a you know, New Year's resolution. Uh, I don't know. Whatever a week and a half is. I'm going to say more. They drank more. I still don't know how I'm answering. I, I don't either. Seven? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say we're millennials and we're all going to decide to do dry January. I'll drink a little. Can you do le- dry January for me? <laughs> Can you do it? Can you do it? Okay. Millennials drink less. Drink more. Less. Yeah, millennials baby. drink more. Do they know, how, know, it, do they know how it works? <laughs> That's not the uh, Gen Xers. That would right? be us. That is us. Oh, Actually, we went. We Jeff, went str- you're pretty damn close to a boomer, but we'll let you in. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. The greatest generation guys in our midst. <laughs> oh man, that's what that's what I'm, I'm consuming later on. So World War Two. Oh man, documentary. Uh, so for Gen Xers, most go straight dry. I'm saying they like fully cut it off. Zach, I'm. I lean that direction. Okay. Okay. You're leaning, Scott. What were, I, what were the options? Less, more, same. None. Oh, less. Out of all or more, those Gen three Xers options. that did yeah. dry January. None, less, more. I'm gonna with Gen X. Yeah, I'd say less. They're a little more lazy. Um. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go with uh, none. More. I'll go with none. They don't want to do anything. None? No, they don't drink. Uh, they succeeded more than all the other. That means they uh, didn't drink. Okay, generation. so Scott, Scott, I got a point. Wait, what does succeeded mean? Before. That means the majority were able Andy and I won. to not drink. So we were right. All of January. So we were all right. Did you get a point? No, yes. he wasn't. Yeah, he said none. I said they didn't drink. None, yeah. none drank. Oh, I thought you said none, I don't know what the, I don't know succeeded. what none means. <laughs> okay. And uh, so right now you guys have two points. I have one. Yes. Okay. I'm so a little, confused. A little side note, 11% of the Gen Xers will drink more. So there was 10% of us that did drink more. I believe it's all four of us. Okay. Is this the last one? And this one is double or nothing and winner take all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now nice. it's the baby boomers. Ooh, baby boomers. Did the baby boomers drink less, drink more or die? <laughs> die. That counts as not drinking. 
<laughs> Technically, if you're dead, you don't. You can't even drink. Yeah. I'm gonna say they didn't even participate. They're like, why the hell would I not drink in January? You do know? Do you know what I've seen in my life? Yeah. World War Two. I've seen Vietnam. so much. But give me that drink. Korea. I think because it hasn't been selected yet, they're in the drink less. Okay, when all baby boomers were asked, only twelve percent of them said they even take part in that's right yeah, dry baby. January. Yeah. yeah, and and of those that do drink more, <laughs> so nice. I think Scott won. Scott won. <laughs> Scott won. He knows more about the drinking habits. And that is the of old beer news of 2023. Thanks, <laughs> All right. What are we drinking? Ooh, tell tell you what, you might need to find an opener, Jeff. Ooh. But I did open up a Weekend Vibes IPA from Coronado Probably Brewing Company. Figure something out. It's a classy, classic IPA. Out. And it's um, delicious. That is delicious. Yep. Those are. It's not, it's not called. Bad. It's not delicious by Stone. Those are growing. Yeah, honey. it's not bad. And oh, the price right. point for six pint-sized cans is not atrocious as so many are these days. I have caught myself kind of wishing that I could get more beers not in the super mega tall pints. Um, just the standard size. Like I would rather often just have a six pack of those because I don't always want to go for the full the, pint. Oh. Ooh. Well, that makes you not a boomer. That's for sure. Pliant. Boomers are like, give me the whole load. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are we are we ready for uh, some bro stuff? Because it's very topical considering if we were on YouTube, uh, we would our viewers would notice the shirt that Jeff is wearing right now. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim in the greater Orange County, North Orange County, as part of South, make sense. Southern California of the East of Nevadas. Yep. Uh, well, most guys that I know aren't the best listeners, and sometimes they have to be told more than once. Well, uh, very recently. In New York, the Los Angeles Angels manager, Phil Nevin, who had uh, experienced something that had uh, never happened to him before until Wednesday, which is he was ejected twice from the same game. What? That's a first, he said. Tell me more. (laughs) That's a first, he said, before Thursday's series finale against the Yankees. In the ninth inning with the score tied at two on Wednesday, Mike Trout's called out on a full count checked swing by first base ump Will Little. I promise you the umpire was wrong. Stranding two. Damn you, Will Little. Uh, Nevin emerged from the Angels dugout to yell and point at Little. He was tossed, but continued past the foul line. That was easily a ball. That was not a strike. (laughs) To approach Little and was thrown out again by plate umpire Lance Barksdale. Barksdale. Nice. These are fake names. These aren't real umpires, Andy. Well, sure. that, uh, that, uh, uh, Nevin said he told Barksdale he'd already been tossed. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, unquote, just to let you know. <laughs> the umpire responded, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> According to Nevin, uh, Nevin went to short right field to tell Little his thoughts from up close. Uh, and New York won 3-2 to two on the Glaber Torres 10th inning sack fly. So, <clears throat> sometimes, you know, we don't listen the first time we're told. 
Have you guys ever been ejected twice? I mean, from anything. When I was younger, I could do that. <laughs> oh my Scott God. is so stoic right now. Don't even look at me. He's he's holding. No, it don't in. make eye contact. He's trying to delete. He's just holding it. He has in his head. <laughs> did your did your brain instantly go? How much younger? Ten <laughs> <laughs> year old. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you worked out. Um, yeah. Scott's <laughs> trying so hard to segue somewhere else. We don't need to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need to. No. Well, the Angels are 500. I mean, that's that's a positive for Angels fans. And Zach's two for two on uh, being ejected. Yep. Good stuff, guys. What about Bible stuff? Bible Speaking stuff. Of, of good stuff. I got the Bible stuff, and the Bible is good. Some might even say perfect, though I wouldn't. Some say the Bible's perfect. Exact from you, all except good. Okay. It's kind of like creation. It was good. And then sometimes very good. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I the, would say there's parts that are perfect. Right. The King James says the word perfect, and the word perfect might have evolved in English uh, since the King James, you know, in 16, whatever, 15 something, whatever. Um, so it doesn't, perfect doesn't have the same meaning as it did back then. There's probably so, a few of those examples yeah. that we could point out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And actually, that's not sidebar real quick. You just, when you study scripture or like dig into different other people that study scripture, just learning about the meaning of words that get translated in English as a certain thing, like forever. And mm. I don't think there's a word that literally means forever in the sense that it means like yeah. an age or an age and an age. Like it just means they're getting the point. It's a really long time, but yeah. Now, now in that particular instance, um, since you brought it up, Zach, thank you. Um, yeah, there, there is this word Ionos in the Greek, which is an, an age. And um, that's used of various things, but then, but then there's this phrase and it's in, it's in the, it's in the Greek. It's Ionos. Tone Ionon, so it 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 repeats the same word twice, and usually when that happens, that is an emphasis on the word, and it means something more than just an age. It it like a really long time, maybe like a, a really, really 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 long time, like a boomer. <laughs> yeah, they live forever, uh, and so. So when we, when we get into this discussion of forever, it's like, okay, what, what practical difference is there between a really, really, really long time and forever? Well, I guess you could ask me when the skin is melting off my body. Wait, Scott, what are you yeah. talking? Is this going to be forever and ever or is this just forever? <laughs> yeah. Is that what Randy Travis meant? Yeah. Forever and ever, amen. <laughs> But yeah, but no, that, that is, is an actual phrase in the Greek. It's Ionas Tonionon, and it's repeated in Revelation like seven times, and in, and then a couple other uh, parts of the New Testament. It's 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 said. And I think it's I think it's also in the Old Testament too. In modern day uh, English, that translates to Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah, yeah, but it means, but it essentially means. <laughs> I was trying to think of a Tony yeah, Loke joke. <laughs> it'd be like forever and ever, like. It's Tony and Tony and Tony. Yeah. They've done yeah. it again. 
The yep. Boss Tones. Yep, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I'm glad you got to use that Greek word. Um, see, ladies, he's a smart guy. He cares deeply. Scott at brosbible. I don't know Greek. I don't know Greek, but I've looked up this. I've looked up this phrase, and also I don't know Latin. Bible scholars have pointed this out in their commentaries. So, all right. Yeah. Well, um, I like that Eddie Izzard joke. Who wants to talk about? Oh, go ahead. You want to do this? <laughs> I don't know Latin per se. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eddie Izzard's gone through quite a transformation. Oh yeah, wasn't he in? Uh, He's been and kind of Ocean's and, Eleven androgynous and for a long time, like occasionally yeah. operating in the feminine side and, and in the male side. But as of late, and I think actually it's been a while, he's a full woman. I, and I, oh, he is. For, yeah, forgive me. No, oh. he forgive me. Um, the I'm sure. Miss, I'm sure he'll be very offended if you. He, no, he's the kind of guy. Him. Listening to him, he's not like. He gets it. He's a fun guy to listen to because he's got interesting thoughts on things. Yeah. He doesn't seem to be taking himself too seriously. So, um, And I wasn't planning on talking about that, and I can't remember the name that she's going by now, which mm. I don't think is Eddie. Yeah. Be weird. Be weird to... Is he? Misgender someone that has a beard or goatee or something. Yeah. Is, is he Izzards? Mm. All right. Oklahoma pastor gets death threats for blackface impression of Rayo Charles and dressing like Pocahontas and no Jeff... He wasn't dressed up as Elizabeth Warren. Did you say rare Charles? I might have. Ray Child. Ray Childs. Ray Child. Ray Childs. Ray Charles. Yeah, that's not what we're talking about. But this guy might need forgiveness. Is this you recent? Want to talk about- I think so. He did it recently? Um, huh. Well, guess what? It's from Christian Post. So there's not actual details for you to chew on because it's really shitty reporting. Um, oh, photo from 2017 and 2014. But it's it's a unearthed close enough, and he got okay. so recently he's getting death threats. He was at that party so, with Justin Trudeau. Has, yeah, he has hired. <laughs> and if you look at this picture, it is like the blackest Whoa. face. I wish wow. you could see he Andy's face full right Nigerian now. There, wow. That's, I think that's deeper Dude, than that. Is yeah, black people are like that's dark. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like, how, how and you, there's the real man. How you do that? It kind of looks like Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, where he's got, were, he's got Jeff face. Where were you on the evening of September twenty fourth, twenty seventeen? Twenty seventeen. Um, but uh, let's see. Anyway, so death threats. He's hired security, and he said he doesn't have a racial bone in his body. That's a quote. He's from uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Where's okay? But wait, I thought you said Oakland, Oklahoma. Oh, that's I was talking diff- fast. That's different. Yeah, he wouldn't dare do that in Oakland. Yeah, that's very different. Um, what's so, going to happen to him? Well, he got death threats. Oh, here's the. Um, he really goes for it. Here's the Pocahontas picture. Looks like some sport, sort of a costume event. No, dude, Pocahontas costumes are saved for ladies to look extra cute on Halloween. Oh yeah, I, I agree. That is. Yeah, that he can't do that, and so I'm offended. But yeah, also as a Native American, I'm offended. But I would guess, um, you know, we all need forgiveness, and maybe even especially him. So that's does he need forgiveness? Well, he might. For what? If if people are sufficiently offended, it might 
cause him to apologize to his congregation and say he might not do that again. But even if that's the only thing he did, you know, is he perfect otherwise? Like, he probably needs forgiveness, right, Scott? Well, I mean, I mean but context. I mean, we're talking like, the context that of event. The, the stories. Is him as a human? What you just brought up. I want to see the church. It would be like, yeah. Yeah, all Christians agree that everyone needs forgiveness. I want to see yes. the church question. I want to see the church questionnaire go out to everybody. Are you sufficiently offended? Because if you <laughs> yeah. are, then five yeah. people, five people like yeah. I'm sufficiently offended. How many people does it take? It, right, five out of five thousand. Like we need to yeah. address this. Now, 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 if this was my, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I wonder what that harvest fest looks like at that church. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, if this was my pastor, I would. I would question why why he he chose to do that. Um, There's I mean, some judgment lapse there, right? Yeah, yeah, but but from a so so that's from like an inner Christianal is that a word? No, uh, I like it though. Uh, inner Christianal uh, perspective, but then from the the wider culture, it's like so you're offended, okay? What big deal? Well, what, I feel like Christianal is what you call the urinal in a church. <laughs> Right. <laughs> all right. If you would all come to the Christianal, I think. And uh, uh, what if you? I think it's when there's you, a line at the Christianal. If you get intimate with somebody from a different denomination, maybe it's interchristianal. Interchristianal. Oh yeah. Um, but his name is uh, Sherman Jacques of Matooka Baptist Church in Ochilata, Oklahoma. So those are probably all Native this, American this names in the Native lands. Now, yeah. an Oklahoma pastor who says he doesn't have a racial bone in his body says he had had to preach with security guards because he's received multiple death threats after photographs of him wearing blackface mimicking blah, 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 blah went viral online. And this is a quote. So the reason why the security, I just wanted to let you know before the sermon, five death threats before we stopped taking the phone calls. That makes nine death threats on my life in the last five years. What are the other ones for? I know. The questions abound, but it's Christian Post. So they're not going to ask follow-up questions. Dang it. Um, the big thing we're doing, they're doing now, you can just choose to believe it or not, is that they're posting everywhere that I'm a pedophile. Now, I don't know what dressing up like Ray Charles, Charles or dressing up like Pocahontas has anything to do with a pedophile. Now, the thing that caught my uh, eye slash ear um, as I read it out loud to myself is, believe it or not, he's like, the big, big thing they're doing now, you can choose to believe it or not. He doesn't say I'm not a pedophile. He says, uh, you know, believe it or not, you know, believe what you want. They, they're calling me a pedophile. Well, no, I think he. Well, maybe he was saying, believe it or not, that they are calling him a pedophile. Probably, maybe. Speaking of pedophiles, but anyways, he just says they call me a pedophile, no, really, and then walks away. <laughs> Go ahead. But I really do have some today. So uh, I, uh, I'm a teacher. My, I'm taking my kids to science camp up in the mountains. Uh, with other classes and teachers and uh, several students can't go. And uh, this one, I'm like, how come you're not going? It's like, oh, my mom doesn't let me do anything. She thinks everybody's a pedophile. <laughs> like that comes out of an 11 year old's mouth. Like, yeah, that's what she thinks. I'm like, good for her. Really? Protect your kids. Yeah. But the kid is how'd saying your kids like, how'd your wife? Yeah, that's true. And how'd your husband doesn't too? make any. Yeah. Nothing can possibly go wrong from teaching kids that everyone's a pedophile. Yeah, you might as well just do that, everyone. I, mm -hmm. I agree with Scott. Teach your kids they can do anything, too. Yeah. <laughs> they can fly. Yeah, they could go they can go anywhere with anyone and not, not 
not fear anything bad happening. I like that. The 180 degrees. <laughs> so what you're saying, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, forgiveness. Or were you done? Oh yeah. So Jeff probably needs forgiveness. <laughs> I went to the Christian on that one. Um, is forgiveness the Bible's most controversial teaching? Oh. Do you think there's a chance that it is? Think about how hard it can be to forgive somebody who's really wronged you. Oh, okay. Well, so that so that's so this was like this, so this goes from like asking for forgiveness and then and then so this is forgiving someone. It depends on the point the point of or perspective, and really the point of view. Come back to the the son who's killed and the mother who forgives and people don't understand how that could happen. And they're like, you can't, you know, you can't do that. I mean, there's going to be controversy there, but uh, wanting someone to forgive you is, can be controversial, but God forgiving is not controversial. Yeah. I would say, I would say difficult, not necessarily controversial. There, there are a lot of things that are more controversial, but Let's. I'd go with difficult. It's it's one of the more difficult things that's to your, forgive. That's just your opinion, right? Sure. Okay. I think sure, Zach. <laughs> I like absolutely. If you disagree with you, you're not a Christian. I bet. Uh, I bet where it gets most <laughs> difficult or controversial is uh, for people uh, maybe who feel like forgiveness and justice from God can't coexist. Well, let's see. Uh, that's an interesting point. I think we might touch on some of that. This is from Relevant Magazine by Scott Savage. Or is it Savage? Savage. Um, or is it Scott? Could be Scott. <laughs> Scott Savage. Scott Save. <laughs> Scott Savage. Let's see what old Scott has to say. The old Scott. <laughs> he, he led a series on forgiveness at a seminary with college students several years ago. And he was surprised by talking about forgiveness in an in-depth way, how it brought up a lot of resistance from people um, for various reasons. And so he wrote this article and he has nine myths I've identified from my work with other people about forgiveness. Nine myths about forgiveness, I think from the Bible. We'll figure it out and we'll see how many we get to and just see where it goes. The myth Forgiveness is about the other person. And his truth, I'll just say because that's what he wrote, is forgiveness is about you. Any thoughts? Well, uh, well I, it's not either or. Why can't it be both? I don't, I, don't, I don't see. There's a famous quote that's been ascribed to several people throughout history that says, refusing to forgive someone else is like drinking rat poison and expecting the rat to die. We often think that refusing to forgive will... Will someone show that's bad? That's what that's what's written. We often think that refusing to forgive will someone show the other person how bad their actions were. We believe that forgiveness is about what they did and whether they've done anything to rectify their actions. Truthfully, forgiveness is about you, the wounded person, moving on from the offense and living in freedom. Well, yeah, and you can you can live in freedom without forgiving, it's just because it doesn't consume your mind. So, I, I, like, I, I don't. Maybe that means you've you have forgiven. Yeah, I would. Well, not necessarily. I would. I would be on the side of forgiveness is about you, B, 
because to hold something in weighs you down and like holding a grudge, like I'm not going to forgive you. I'm holding on to this. It's like, that's not doing anything to mm -hmm. the other person. That's you're just, you're putting a cancer inside of you and just eating you alive because you're not forgiving and you're not light. Like you have heavy burdens that you're carrying around and that's all about you. I wonder Scott, if what you said um, is forgiveness. Like if, if it's just say whoever you think of or whoever, you know, you as an example, Scott say that somebody did something really bad to you at some point and it doesn't bother you anymore, even though you haven't had communication with that person, I think forgiveness can happen whether you tell the person or not. Because if it's not bothering you, maybe definitionally you've forgiven them and that's how you, you've moved on. Well, no, it's just that that person doesn't consume your mind. So you don't think about it. And then, but then when you interact, interact with them, then maybe that comes back up. Oh, then in that case, you haven't forgiven them. Sure. Okay. Okay. Like, let's right. say you, yeah. they <laughs> saunter up next to you at the Christianal. Yeah. You're like, what the hell? I remember when he peed on my shoe. Did, oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh. You shouldn't leave your shoe so far on the other end of the <laughs> yeah, stall you or keep whatever. it on your, in your lane. Pretty sure that's some sort of code. Yeah. Uh, Nothing. Andy, you got nothing. You want me to move on to the next myth? No, nah, keep going. You got nine. I, I, sorry, I will say when when I have well, forgiven, then say it. When I have forgiven someone, and there are times where I get in my own head of like, why can't why can't they forgive? And then I like create this problem in my my own mind at times. Like, I forgave them. They just why do they just hold on to this? I do not understand. It's eating them alive and they will not. And, and I, and I kind of make it a part of like my frustration sometimes. So it's over the years that kind of comes up a little bit. It's a little bit, of, it's not a blind spot because I realize it's there, but it's, it's, it's I mean, I don't know, maybe there's something there, but let's, uh, let's move on. <laughs> well, and I'll, do you I'll, know what I'm saying? Conditional forgiveness. That's what you're saying. Which no, is, uh, is uh, mm, frozen tundra. Conditional, not, no, not on my part. Like if no, it's I not forgive, but thinking about like, why don't they forgive for like X, Y, and Z? Like why, why do they not forgive? I'm going to unforgive them. And no, 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 it's not, it's totally different circumstance. Maybe I've seen someone do something and this person won't forgive them. Like why, why don't you forgive them? Then it irks me about that person. I'm like, why am I? Because you forgave them, but they won't forgive someone else. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's kind of, it's, yeah, you could, it's kind of like that. Sometimes that does come up. Or but, if there was a, enough of a conflict where you could make an argument that you and the other party probably should ask each other for forgiveness to make things right. And if they haven't done it sufficiently and it bothers you, maybe you haven't in fact forgiven. Maybe that's what it's, it's revealing is that you thought you forgave him, but you haven't actually, because I think, I think, uh, and I'm not sure if it comes up or not. The difference between forgiveness and reconciliation is uh, it's one, that. one party versus two parties. Like reconciliation requires two parties, but right. if you grew up and you were abused by your parents or, you know, whomever, you know, think of the worst thing. It's like you, you are going to be, self-poisoning if you can't find a way to forgive that person and maybe you 
even if you find a way to forgive them, you don't need to be in contact with them. It might not be safe. Sure. And so you can keep separation while also forgiving, but that's not reconciliation. Right. And I I guess I thought about this uh, before you started responding, Zach, um, was it's a little bit like a love language. Like I, I had like this, everybody has certain love languages and, and they don't real like a lot of times like, Oh, my love language is giving gifts. So you give gifts and you're like, how come they don't give gifts back to me? Cause really what I want, but you know, it's all the while they have their own love language, <clears throat> whatever that might be. But as, and so you kind of get, I get stuck sometimes in this, like I back to forgiveness, like, man, I always forgive that person or I always see, you know, that person forgive that person. Like they, I know they had a quarrel and, but that person never does that. Um, and just kind of holds on to it and it creates tension. And I'm, and, and I, I guess I, I probably overthink things too much and get in my own head, but I don't know the forgiveness thing. I find it easy to forgive people but then I don't understand why it's so difficult for others to forgive. And that's what we're talking about next week is self-righteousness. And we'll get to that later. <laughs> Jeff. When you guys, <clears throat> when you guys were kids, it's so easy for me to be nice. Why can't everybody be nice? <laughs> did when you guys were kids, um, did those things get conflated forgiveness and reconciliation in, in like, terms like hey you need to go make up with this person only at the christianal only at the christianal like that's a weird place to make up with people by the way <laughs> your parents are yeah, messed d- up don't shake hands. i never that was not a part of my life pedophiles that, no no <laughs> that <laughs> was definitely not everywhere a part of my life. <laughs> they are everywhere <laughs> lurking at the christianals no i never they never said you need to go make up with n- n- no well that's what it was it was i don't i don't remember it being forgiveness i i, I remember it being go Go make, make up. it right. Yeah, yeah. Which more, is- more as a reconciliation than forgiveness. I, I think. Yeah, I kind of remember being pissed when you know you're you kind of told to make up with your brother, like mm. as the case for, for me most of the time. Um, and and just, you're pissed off if he's not doing the appropriate thing in return. And so there was probably a conflict. I wouldn't have thought about it in the way we're describing it, but I think it was it was kind of one and the same, like it's not forgiveness until both of us have done it kind of a thing was probably my intuition, but yeah. And I bet in the, as I think about those situations, maybe it's some of those relationships that like, they're not going to go away. So if it's family, like there is forgiveness and reconciliation probably need to happen. But if it's, you know, an outside relationship, maybe it's, it's not something that's, uh, Maybe it's okay sometimes to just forgive and you don't need to continue to be reconciled to that person or have that relationship be reconciled or if it's unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If it's unhealthy, unsafe, if you live with the person, you're going to hopefully have forgiveness and reconciliation. Otherwise, well, 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 that, well, that gets into, okay. Define forgiveness. And then, uh, what's the practical next step after forgiveness? Especially in situations where you're living with someone who's, let's say, abusive, uh, you like you go, oh, hey, forgive, forgive them, right? 
but because uh, the is, Bible commands you to forgive. But is that but is that what the Bible's saying? Like, hey, if you, you have to forgive them and live with them, and you can't divorce them right. unless they commit adultery. Like, eh, I'm not not quite sure that that's what the Bible's teaching. So, uh, I, I, which for, is for, wild because forgiveness is not the ultimate like uh, thing. Like for you, like hey, if you want to have a godly if if you want to live a godly life, you just forgive everyone and don't ask and don't go beyond that in your thinking. You just have to forgive. That's not the teaching of the Bible. Well, I would say maybe maybe we're switching reconciliation because forgive like forgiving holistically is going to have lead you to your best life, being able to forgive well. Yeah. Uh, in I, some cases, I, I get it, it's almost impossible, but it like I feel like I'm having deja vu. Where you guys have actually had this exact same, I'm sure we have. I'm sure we have with the same words. And what's interesting, and Scott like, held his phone just like that, looking at the Bible condescendingly. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Scott's Scott. I feel like is loading up. He's oh, got yeah, a, he's, definitely. He's got a full load. He's got a shotgun. I'm always, guys. You know me. Come on. I do have a. De- oh, sorry. Uh, I am trying to think of situations or scenarios in the Bible where it's calling, not the reconciliation part, but where where God is not prompting us towards forgiveness. Not, not prompting us towards forgiveness. Well, maybe this, the divorce example is interesting because they're in one of the gospels. I want to say this is Mark and Matthew or Mark and Luke, but in one gospel, the ability to get divorced is the only way out to get a divorce is um, adultery. And I think in Mark, there's, there's no, you can't get divorced. Like there's no out. And both of which, Scott, it surprised me that you, you kind of talked about that maybe not, maybe that shouldn't be ironclad locked door. It's like, yeah, to, in this day and age, if, if there's abuse and stuff, even if no adultery is taking place, you might have to get out. But mm-hmm. that's the, that's the challenge biblically is like the command for marriage is, is pretty tight. Um, well, well, so I would I would say that that is the um, major overarching thing that's being said, but be, and and because of the 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 cultural milieu of the day, nice is that people that for a woman to be able to leave her husband and not be shunned by the society, she had. Like she had to have a valid reason and then get a certificate of divorce, which was commanded by the law in the law of Moses. And that would protect her going forward because right. she would right. be looked at. So then she could say, hey, my husband committed adultery so I can get a divorce. But then it also protects the family unit where the woman can't just say, hey, I want a divorce for any reason at all. And she can't do that. She, she unless there's a valid reason. I do not think though that, that is the only reason why you can get divorced because in, in the old Testament law, you have other things as well. Like, especially things like, or not especially, but like specifically things pertaining to, let's just say slaves. If you hit a slave and you, and, and um, uh, they, they go blind, like you cause, they cause like one eye to go blind, then you have to release the slave. Well, the wife would have more rights than a slave. So if, if, if you, even back then, even back then, it's weird, huh? Um, so I, I, I think that that would provide some framework that abuse 
which which I think is also just an obvious thing that doesn't need to be said in the New Testament in yeah. order to be in play. Like it doesn't say, "Hey, husbands, you can't you can't abuse your wives physically." The the New Testament never says that. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that it's okay to abuse your wife. So I like it's an argument from silence, God. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> right. I, I know it's it's weird. No, like, I'm I'm glad you're saying yeah, that. Just like like bestiality is never mentioned in the New Testament. It's like, oh, is that okay? I'm glad you're saying that though, because there are a lot of in this day and age, there are a lot of churches that where people are receiving counsel to stay in abusive relationships because mm-hmm. quote unquote the Bible says. And I wish some of them would adopt you're you're talking more in like a almost read it as wisdom literature. Like they're there are deep historical contexts for why it said those things about divorce that might not, that might be more than what they look in black and white. Oh yeah. And, and I, that's what you're alluding to. Oh yeah. I, I, I'm complimenting you. I, I think, you. yeah, everything, everything in the Bible should be read that way. There, there are, um, there's there so many examples of, of, of things being like what, what is said explicitly is like a base but there are, are things that are related to that that also apply because of what it says. So like, like uh, let's just, uh, and when we're going up, because we still have eight more of these, but, uh, but just, just real we quick. We don't have to get to all of them. Uh, but just real quick, like, uh, so, so like it says, if you have a house and you have, you have an upper deck mm-hmm, okay. and it says, hey, build, build a, uh, build a, 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 a cover so your wife can bathe privately. Well, no, it says build. build they a, learned that from David. Build a fence. Build a like a, a safety rail, essentially. Around build a safety bathtub. rail so so the people don't fall off because they used to hang out on the top of their roofs. It's like okay, it, it it's not just build a safety rail. It's like hey, make sure you, people that hang out on the top of your roof can't fall off. Not just a safety rail. It's like I put up a safety rail. No, it's like like what what else can you do to make sure that people don't fall off your stinking roof? Like that should be obvious. There's some common sense and, and, and there's plenty of other areas that we could point to where God is not, or uh, old Testament, new Testament is not invoking living in abusive relationships or even acting abusive in relationships. Right. Or here we go. It's a stretch. Right. Or, or let's say, let's say the husband just leaves the wife. Just, just give it all. Give it all. Give it all. I forgive Andy for taking the rest Let, of it. Let's say the husband just leaves the wife. You bless me. And he, he didn't commit adultery, but he just leaves. <clears throat> he never comes back. It's like, okay, so the woman can't like go, move yeah. on? It, it didn't say that I... <laughs> there is some common sense. I couldn't right? leave. Right. Yeah, there feels like there's some <laughs> common sense in there. You could apply. Uh, I wait. Now, you know what? You guys want to hear something funny? I looked up the definition, and here's what Google... Definition of forgiveness... Do you guys want to take a stab at what Google says forgiveness is? Mm. You don't have to if you, if nothing comes to mind. Well, when you were younger, that wouldn't have happened, Scott. Scott's microphone but, is drooping. But I haven't worked out in a long time, so. No, I have no guesses. Okay. Anybody? All right. You don't have to have one. No. Uh, forgiveness? Okay. Okay, wait. Let me guess. No, the the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven. So guys, Ooh, forgiveness right. means forgiveness. Right. What is a woman? Anyone who identifies as a woman. All right. right. That's great. Great definition. Circular. Okay. 
we can't move on. Cause, cause yeah, I mean, there are, there wait, are wait, some wait, biblical wait, wait. examples, no. but, but we should go no, on. I know. To I just the, thought it was yeah. funny. Like, it's not very helpful. The definition right. of forgiveness, according to Google. Right. Uh, let's well, see. What is tall? Tall is like t- taller not- than short. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's even better. As stupid as that is. That's even better. All right. Myth. If you forgive someone, you should forget it ever happened. Truth, forgiveness, and forgetting are two very different things. I think we kind of covered that. Unless any of you want to say something right now about that? Nope. Myth, I can forgive them while still secretly living in bondage to regret and shame for my own failures. Like you lying to yourself? Truth, our ability to give forgiveness is connected to the depth of forgiveness we've received. Oh, this kind of goes back to what you were talking about. Uh, Jeff, yes, about uh, you you forgiving other people and and watching them not forgive. Mm. Oh, and it torments me. Yeah, but maybe they're tormented. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, the, certainly. And this is also like, hey, because God has forgiven you of everything you've done for those who believe in Jesus, not for everyone in the world. Amen. Now, there's a caveat I can disagree with. Go on. I know. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, because God has forgiven you, then you should pass it on. Forgive others. Yes. I forgave your debts. Yeah, uh, I don't like the truth as written. Our ability to give forgiveness is connected to the depth of forgiveness we've received. Well, I think generally it's probably it's mostly it's a good principle. Like if you experience real forgiveness from somebody, you might learn from that and be able to pass it on. Unless you're the dirtbag from some of the parables where it's like totally forgiven them and then they turn around and like hold it against their other people. Right. And then they missed the point. I'm sure that there's, there's got to be uh, some point in most of our lives where, where we experience a level of forgiveness that we haven't before. And it's probably an eye opening experience. I'm trying to think of one of those times. I, nothing's coming to mind for me, but I imagine I can imagine the scenario um, where all of a sudden it's just, some shock of, Oh, Oh, this, this is possible. I didn't, I didn't realize to this degree that, that forgiveness could happen. I see that every time I watch my dog poop, it's like you, not the example I expected. Well, this is different. So you look at a dog poop and dare. So worried about where this is going. You happen to make eye contact with the dog and you're locked in and they're looking at you. What does it look like? Shame. Total shame. It is the worst shame. Shame. They're like, oh my God, I'm exposed right now. I'm doing a horrible thing and everyone's watching it. My master is watching. It's the worst person to be watching. As soon as that, that thing drops off and they like literally like shake it off and like fling grass up in the air using their hooves, their adorable hooves. It's like back to normal. Instant, like, that's the feeling. I like to pretend that the feeling right after they poop where it's like complete joy, they're lighter. That shame is instantly gone. That's the feeling you're talking about, Andy. I think I'm making an exact um, example of your feeling. (laughs) But it's like the first time they ever took a shit. Every time. No, the first time is like the first time. They they wouldn't have known. And after the first one, like... This is what it's yeah. like. Yeah. Amazing. It's like a rat hitting the dopamine or the cocaine. It's like I'm, I'm gonna take a dump again. Why is your mic so jiggly? I don't know. What's sorry. I'm on? I'm moving. I got some ADD. Something's I've going got on. Got the ADDness. I'm sorry. I'll uh, tighten it 
up and something's going on. This is my first time. You're jiggly. Hey, real quick, can we check Andy? Uh, how's your tummy? You okay? Uh, <clears throat> quick update. Oh my gosh. Uh, it feels okay. I'm putting some beer in it and probably shouldn't, but we'll keep going. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They say your body changes every seven years. Yeah, every cell is replaced. How many times has yours changed, Jeff? Mine has been changed. <laughs> <laughs> 70 times seven. Wait, well, yeah, mine has changed a lot in the last seven weeks. Oh, man. That is wild. That is a, if get a, you don't even have to get high for that wow. one. But if you're just a little bit high and you start thinking about every cell in your body is different every seven years, thereabouts. It's like, mm. what, am, what even am I, man? Yeah, what am I? You're a new person. Am I even me? Um, next myth the people in the Bible didn't need a lot of forgiveness. I don't know who, who, who would, would say, say that. that. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a, like that's weird. That's like I need to get to 1200 words. Uh, let's add yeah, that one. Where did he get that from? Would so that be a myth? Truth, yeah. guys. Can you guess the truth? The people in the Bible need a lot of forgiveness, They're as dysfunctional as we are. <laughs> yeah, because humans haven't changed, some even more. <laughs> I haven't had a woman's wife murdered. <laughs> It's like the yet <laughs> recently a woman's wife, a woman's husband <laughs> or wife these days, you know, the, it's the like those tabloids people in the Bible. They're just like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. He goes into, if you look this up people and we can put the link in the show notes, he does expand upon each example. We're not doing that because we're making our own expansions. Myth forgiveness is a decision. An act of the will, truth, forgiveness is a decision and a process. That's kind of, that might be a distinction without a difference what? there. That, that, that might be too nitpicky. Like, w- Red is both a color and a shade. Yeah. Uh, okay, let, I'll move on. I, I, don't, I don't see a point in discussing that one. Well, maybe it's... The the myth part of it is just hey just forgive because I've I've it's been mentioned before forgive friend, and forget a friend of mine that that cheated on his wife and sorry committed or experienced moral failure <laughs> whatever <laughs> a had, point a, had of a weakness <laughs> yeah um they went to counseling they went to both like a Christian I'll just say legit counselor and they went to a biblical counselor and the biblical counselor was just like. It, it says right here, this is what you do, because it says right here in the Bible, so you should forgive. Oh, so like a, like a moment in time rather than a, hey, I, I'm trying to forgive, and it's going to take me a little while. Right. Oh, okay. okay. And so the unhealthy okay. version is like, oh, it, it says it right here, and if you're not doing it, you're the one in sin. Is now. that conflating, though, forgiveness with reconciliation? Uh, Maybe, but not always. In this case, it was like just... Just forgive him because the Bible tells you to. You're commanded to do that. Okay, so and then resubmit to your. So question. So for you, Zach, I think you you're a a huge proponent of forgiveness. What do you mean by huge? I feel like Um, we didn't. You mentioned you mentioned it a lot. Besides you guys next to each other, you might get along more. We would talk. More people would be involved. Oh, well, Jeff's checking his phone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How Tesla do after hours, Jeff? Huh? Never mind. Uh, but that's like uh, you, you, you you're a proponent of forgiveness. So I guess for you then, um, 
Well, yeah. What if, if forgiveness is a process, you haven't forgiven someone yet? Well, then, okay. Are you not a proponent of forgiveness? I don't care. All right. That says a lot. You don't care about forgiveness? No. Why Why not? How, how do you treat people? You can, you can not forgive someone and still like be cordial with them. Is that That's what, not what, is that what the Bible says? Where does it say you have to f- just forgive? Forgive as you've been forgiven? Isn't that the paraphrase? If they, if they repent. Be merciful as your heavenly father is most merciful. Oh, if they repent, then you forgive them? If they, yeah, if they come to you now. Is that how you, is that kind of how you approach it personally? I, I no, tra- no traps. I, like I try to, yeah, just, I, I, I try not to hold grudges. Um, and, um, I'll treat people based upon what they say in the moment. Um, so whether I forgive them or not, I try to treat them in a loving way. Don't always succeed because I'm kind of a jerk. Yeah. But what do you mean? Yeah. Well, I don't know. What do you mean? What do you, why did you say? Yeah. I think you're doing it right now. I I feel like you need to forgive me for a lot and you just haven't done it. You haven't asked for it. So. Well, that's the thing. That's the rub. I don't believe in yeah. that. So, so this is that's conditional. I don't think forgiveness is conditional. So this is so Luke seventeen. Uh, Luke seventeen. Uh, verse, don't pull the Bible out. If you maybe. want, if your mission is to get me to disagree with something in the Bible, well, you can do that. It's going to be easy. I, <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I know, but but this is the Bible. Just should be context for Christians to come to certain. I, I, ideas or conclusions about life. Hold on, hold on. I agree. And now, <laughs> weird, weird, weird. And hey. now a moment, Scott in the cherry fields. Go ahead, Scott. Keep that theological scooter Thank train you. rolling. All right. So yeah, Luke seventeen three and four. Be on your guard. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. Yeah. And if he sins against you seven times a, a day and returns. To you seven times saying, I repent, forgive him. Yeah. And, and so like, it's not, it's not just about you forgiving him. It's about trying. It's about the idea of that person repenting of their sins. So they, so they don't commit those sins any longer. For, so a for, way. So for them, if people, people just forgive what, for whatever they do, they just forgive them. What it's about- like, but there, there's no repentance. Is what about there, people that, who don't know any better? Well, you you rebuke him of their sins. That's that's the rebuke is telling them of is informing them of their sin. I don't know. If what I, if you're telling somebody else? Well, well, so that would be something different. But this is rebuking them. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Uh, well, he's on the cross. It's it's kind of difficult to rebuke someone when he's on the cross. Oh, okay. Right, because he's like hanging on a nail. He's nailed to a cross. It's, it's like he's gonna be like, yeah. so you, you sinner, you shouldn't have done that. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm. I don't think that that example is is a so I don't, corollary to what I'm talking. I don't think. I don't think it's always set up though. We're thinking about I, don't, I don't think the formula is for, forgiveness requires repentance from the other person when we're giving it to them. Because also, if you even think about it. uh this one just came to mind, but there's another one I've got chambered. Um, the the paralytic man getting lowered down through through the um, the the roof, the roof yeah. right? And Jesus forgives him of his sins, 
it doesn't talk anywhere about him repenting at all. He's just he's there to be healed. And that seems like that's the the yeah, general So that one I think I think it says in seeing their faith, Jesus forgave his sins is, is what that that there was but the outcome of that. But that's not repentance, right? Well, but it was him being let down through is is the act of faith. And that that is that repentance is faith and repentance? I don't think that's the same thing. You're putting uh, you're putting I, your idea of faith onto that moment, which might what do you mean? What do you mean my idea of faith? Because it doesn't say that this he put his faith in it just says you're he equating went to, he I went said, to be I said with their, faith. I said what I said what the well at least the my English version says. Seeing their faith is what I said. Yeah. Seeing their faith. Okay, I was responding to your one comment. But, but I don't think faith but, and repentance are the same thing at all. I think they're related, but they're not the same thing. No, but fa- faith is when people go to Jesus, they're coming to Jesus in faith. And sometimes it's faith for forgiveness. Sometimes it's faith for healing. I so, think, so in this particular, so, so he was coming to faith in faith for healing. But that's and, not repentance. I know, but you, this is your example. Though. Yeah, I know. So it's not, he didn't repent, but God, but Jesus said, I forgive you of your sins. So he wasn't coming there for repentance. He was coming there for it, healing. Right, right, but but it's it's by faith. So it's 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 a it's a by faith that God could heal, but not. But he wasn't coming there. You you, well, you set no, up a scenario I, that it would require I'm, repentance. That forgiveness no, requires I, repentance, I, right? I'm not sure if this. I'm not sure if that particular example is. I'll give you another uh, one. Uh, forgive, forgiveness of sins, but faith, faith in God. Wait, he says, "I forgive your sins." I, I'm not sure in that in that, in that example. He might. I'm not sure if he does, but faith. But it's. Okay, so there's 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 a twofold thing there. The people's the Jewish people were looking to the Messiah for redemption, for redemption in the, from the land, for okay. to bring to to bring about forgiveness of sin, and the Messiah would also come and and heal. Yeah. So faith is so faith in healing doesn't say it's just faith in healing. There's there's the idea of faith in what the Messiah. Oh my Zach, God. Zach's, 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 Zach did a party foul and dropped the next IPA on the floor. And he just sucked so much bubbles Ooh. out of the top of that beer that he will. Saved your carpet. Your evening. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. You, you were, sacrificed. Oh. Wow. That is self-sacrificial love. You were slurping. No, but, but so, so they're not just looking to the Messiah for one thing. They're looking to the Messiah for sure. a, a number of things. Yeah, which and, includes healing, but it also is redemption and also like re, uh, re, um, uh, freeing them from the people around them. Yeah, like the Romans, but then also the forgiveness of sins is also tied to that. So there, there's there's a, a multitude of things that the Messiah is supposed to do, and so they're putting their faith in Jesus. Sure, that's fine. He's he's there's still no example of him asking for repentance in that moment. There's another in in the when. Jesus is telling us how to pray. It is forgive us our debts, forgive us as we mm-hmm. forgive others. There's no conditions of repentance there. And so that's the main thing that I'm, I'm just reacting to is you, mm-hmm. you describe this condition of repentance. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that's biblical. There are some examples that you pointed out, but there's also examples where it doesn't show this condition of repentance that's required for forgiveness, at least from us to others. There's some interest. Oh, go ahead if you want to. Well, I, I say this Luke 17 passage is 
it's kind of it was kind of important um, to say. To I guess s- mine weren't my well, passages. No, 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 I'm saying I say it's, it's, it's more important. No, it's it's not. It's not all passages are important. Some are more important. No, than it's others. it's not one of the and, and to say it's not biblical. I, I mean, I'm, I'm pointing this out. Like it it says specifically if he repents. So it, it's not just. So could that be a situational thing? Kind of like the divorce it, passages. Situational if he repents. And no, so, like so the then I have situational passage. too. So it, they yeah, didn't yeah, repent, but, but but or has faith. It, it, that doesn't mean that repentance is not part of of faith because they, I didn't they, say that. I never said that. I, I thought that that was the I, question I, you asked no, earlier. Not at all. All yeah. I said was you are placing a condition of for, of repentance on forgiveness, and that's where I said I don't think that's true. I don't think forgiveness requires repentance. It does. Not always. Yeah. And it doesn't. And so yeah. you I have an example. You have to reconcile other passages in the Bible yeah. which I've given you, but you yeah. haven't reconciled. Here's those. That, you, you can you can forgive someone. You you can forgive someone if they don't repent. That that that's yeah. it does it doesn't what? it doesn't say well, what the heck just happened? It it, do, it doesn't say that you cannot forgive someone if they don't repent. But God it, can't. It, according well, to Scott. Okay, well that, that's a separate okay, but this is a separate question. Wait, that's, Scott, a, that's a separate question. So we can do something that God can't do. If you you no, 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 no. Wait, wait, hold on. That's a, that's a separate question. You you can you can yeah. you can forgive someone if they don't repent. But but Jesus teaching here in Luke seventeen is is the two is twofold. It's hey, if if you're sinning against someone, you you need to repent and ask for forgiveness. I think and you're conflating two different then, things. You're conflating then, two. Th- can I? Okay. I I just agree. I just said. If you, I said you can forgive okay. someone, didn't I just say that you yeah. can forgive someone if they don't repent? Uh, yes. Well, but you went on and said to use a football reference, you can only get a first down if you throw the ball. You can only get a first down if you throw the yes. ball. You can only get a first down Sports. if you throw the ball. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can run know. it and get a first down. Who's I? I, I don't. I, I missed you there, Jeff. Uh, no, I, no. I picked it up. What you putting down? I, I got. I mean, because you, who, you totally, it doesn't, you said it doesn't make sense. Who they have to that? repent. I wasn't listening. And they have to repent. And then to forgiveness, they have to repent. You can forgive without them repenting. I'll, the court reporter will read it back, Scott. I mean, I, I agree. I, I, okay. All right. I went up for 15 Good. minutes. And I, and okay, go. Next point. I went up for 15 minutes. Hey, Scooter, well, I, I, I wonder if like, I'm a, I'm like, agreeing. like the uh, divorce passage, you, it's not like a hard and f- you could read it as a hard and fast rule. Like this is etern- if you're not following that specific passage, that specific way, then you're outside of God's will. Or you kind of allowed for a little bit of like, there is some play. Let's be wise about this. What is actually, what's the fruit of their marriage? Is somebody being perpetually abused? That might be a good option to get out of a marriage, even though the text doesn't appear to say that in this case, like this is an example that seems to be, the big picture of that example, I feel like, is reconciling with a brother, which you would need that dialogue to reconcile. When Paul says, if at all possible, live at peace amongst each sure. other. It's a reconciliation thing of which there will be countless examples where that can't happen. That's just not going to happen. In which case, forgiveness, not reconciliation, like true forgiveness is you can forgive somebody without them repenting or asking you to be forgiven. And... Yeah. um well, that's what I'm saying. I, I, you, you can forgive someone if they don't repent, but 
I'm just laughing because that's literally what I said that you disagreed with me at okay, the beginning. Okay, so, so now... <laughs> it's okay, the actual so, words that I said. Okay, so, so you guys agree then? Yeah, we agree. So, so okay. now, okay, am I still going to be accused of the one going back and forth? Like, I don't I don't understand what's Scott, going on. I want like, you to I know... Scott, I, you're going I, back and forth, but I just... Scott, I, it was like, weird. What? Scott, it's weird. I'm going to close this up. Andy, because you keep interrupting me, why don't you stop want, and let me finish because I was going to agree with Zach. No, I just want to say one thing. Yeah, let him finish. Wait, wait. Let him finish. Wait. I forgive you. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Next. Yeah. But, Next myth. But that's the, so. So maybe maybe I'm getting reconciliation confused with forgiveness. But you don't. So you can forgive someone if they don't repent. But the teaching of Jesus here is that if if he repents, yeah. then you forgive yeah. him. Yeah. So, but it, okay. I, I think there's a teaching of like not being naive towards people as well. That if someone someone sins against you. Then you don't just like forgive them, and like just let them keep sinning against you. Oh, that's why they called you, Christians gullible. Ooh, that's an interesting. Uh, that's that's yeah, an interesting wrinkle. And I though. think that's in the process. Like forgiveness can be a process, which might involve like you taking time to realize, like, oh, I am continuing to put myself in this situation that I should not be. That's a reconciliation thing, though. Like. You lied to me and stole from me. I can forgive you of that, but that's not going to mean I'm going to let you back in. Right, right. Like, like I, right. I, I don't trust you now. I think I've, there's probably a vendor. I've forgiven diagram. you. You, you are forgiven, wholly forgiven. That thing's done, but you're not in my life. So yeah, no, goes, no reconciliation. That goes back to last week's conversation about you know what could a pastor or elder do? I mean, forgive yeah. you, but you're not coming back to that spot. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but but it also I think but at least I, not until I, he washes off the black paint. I think there's also <laughs> I think I think there's also uh, you're not obligated to forgive unless they repent. I, I that's I th- the, that was the I, point. That, I think that's a that's a teaching. Like it, it, like so. Let's say what what am I missing? Let's say where where is it? Where is this breaking down? So you that, can you can forgive. I'm so confused. If there's no now. repentance, but you're not obligated to. Is what you're saying? If they don't repent. Right. So if if it if it's not if it doesn't oh, bother oh, you oh. if it's not eating you up if 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 it doesn't consume your mind like because this is the points you got the points you you are bringing up with no, we gotcha. the reason why you should forgive is because of you it's a selfish reason yes. why you should forgive okay great but you're not obligated to if you forgive others their trespasses your heavenly father will also forgive you but if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. That's that's Matthew fourteen through fifteen. Yeah. So that seems to indicate that we we actually don't have the option. And uh, uh, yeah, if, if we if, don't want our yeah, you're you're willing to forgive if they repent. Yeah. No, no, no that repen- is not what that was condition just stated. That, that condition's not mentioned there. Yeah, well, it's mentioned in Luke seventeen. Now. Tell that if your brother, what if your brother? Why are you defending this when you said you I, I, don't I, have to? Repent. I feel like I'm taking crazy I, pills. I didn't. No, I didn't. I okay. So this is your stomach upsetting Andy's stomach. <laughs> My stomach is needs seeks forgiveness in, and repentance. In order, in order for you as an individual to be forgiven, think your stomach to be forgiven. Right. Yeah. So, so maybe you are conflating the two different things. So, so it's the person that commits the offense for them to be forgiven. They need to repent. No, it doesn't say that. No, in order order for you, in order for you to forgive someone else, they don't need to repent. Oh my God. Okay. okay, We time out, time out. I'm wondering now I'll just say something controversial. If maybe it is, maybe it's not. Are you going to talk about forgiveness? (laughs) That statement that Andy read is if that's literally true all Mm -hmm. the time, everyone's fucked because 
talking to the mic. Say, um, wait, no, no, but no, read that again, Andy, for clarification. Matthew 14 through 15. Uh, sorry, uh, 6, 14 through 15. Uh, for if you forgive others their trespass, trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive yours. I, now, is it is it way out of the box to say big picture, like forgiveness is really important to your health and well-being? But if that is literally true in black and white, who among us is going to be able to keep track of every? Every time right. we didn't forgive or did forgive or we thought we forgave, right. but then we, we see them and then feelings are, are brought up that it's like, oh, I, there's still something here. I haven't forgiven. Well, that's a good point, Zach. So, so, that, so that God, if, if, you, if you fail to forgive someone, then God would not forgive you. If, if it's taken to the, the literal yeah. point. And so, yes. I'm, I'm, so I, I'm agreeing with Zach. For yeah. everything, because he holds grudges. Yeah, because if you, you forget, you, you fail to forgive one thing, then, then guess you what, won't Scott? be forgiven. You're not going to be forgiven. Yeah. So, I'm not yeah. going to be forgiven. Yeah. N- none of us are going to be forgiven. Maybe Ranger downstairs will be forgiven. Mm, but that's always an asshole. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I, but but I think I'm serious. Like, no, this is, I, that's a good point. She's no, just a lover. You're, you're trying, you're being cute right now to try to like say I'm agreeing with that statement and I'm not. I, I agree that it says that in black and white. But I think, um, I, a, I think the definition of forgiveness and agape love would have something to say about that. Ooh, drop the mic. And all right, next. All right, so so no, okay. So we, we go on to but that. I, but I think it's, it's important. It's it's a very. It's, this is not throw out that passage or. It's it's not that it's not important. I think it's making a, a very good point about like how important forgiveness is, and. Uh, but I think it's a very human view about what God is capable of. And you, you even said it yourself, Scott, that you, you can forgive somebody if they don't repent, but you don't believe God does that. He doesn't. That's, and the, so you, that's the difference, right? God, and so God, God I think that's a key that. distinction that I'm right. not... I, I think maybe we need to talk about penal substitutionary atonement should, in depth. Yes. And we can't do that here yes. right now because we're we landing the plane. We should, though. But well, I agree. You got to go. We're landing the plane, but uh, or you guys can keep going. But it's very important that I think that that's really striking that I, no joke, like the, the fact that humans can do something as good as that and God can't is something worth exploring. And we should, like we just said, we should. I just wanted to say it again, do one more lap because that's how much it's like mm-hmm. Ionios. What's the word? Ionios. 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 It's like again and again. I own a house. I did it twice for <laughs> emphasis. Tony's. Yeah. I own a house. Yep. Tony for, Tony owns a house. Yep. I own a house. Tony owns a house. It's interesting <laughs> saying forever and then saying forever and ever. Uh, that's good. Which, Which we means, understand that in we understand that in English. Like, yeah. hey, that's a, an extra emphasis on the duration. Yeah. Yes. All, All right. right. As we wrap it, do we have time for what are what are you consuming? Probably. Can we do? Let me just see if there's any like. Little little nut. Okay, that's the same one. I'm just we, worried about your timing. We've touched all this, all these bases, and the bases are bigger this year, so you can touch them easier. That's a baseball reference. Yeah, they need to add They're women's bases. Yeah. yeah, the bases got bigger, and all of a sudden those that, those fractions of an inch, like there's so many more stolen bases now than there there was. Last Do you think year? it was? It's just mental, though. Maybe. Well, and the pitch clock, because or you pick off, you pick off. I think fifty percent of the game. Oh yeah, is, that's right. You only get two pitch outs. I think fifty percent of baseball is like eighty percent mental. <laughs> yeah. 
I need myth. I need to tell the person I forgave them. Truth. You don't necessarily need to tell them you forgave them. Agree. Forgiveness is something I can do on my own. Truth. We need help processing the pain and letting go. Um, I think Andy that's just, probably. And he just left. I, I think he's going to the bathroom. Should oh. we send him with some baby wipes or does, anything? Does the cord reach over there? Let's get some sound. Oh, okay. Let's actually hold on. We got a live look in. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, so what am I consuming? Yes. Sure. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones for the second time around. I'm like fast forwarding through some parts and did you ever watch the the prequel that came out after? What? House of the Dragon? No. Right? Really? You don't know about that? No. It that's the new Game of Thrones, but it's set before Game of Thrones. It leads up to Game of Thrones. Okay. I just gave you more content. Wow. Wow. I'm There's already up. like three or four seasons of that. Be out. What? Yeah. I'm gonna be up so late tonight. Um yeah, Game of Thrones. I'm I'm like season five. I just, I just all I care about is I, I'm weird. I just I want to. I know what happens, but I I just want to just get the feel of it once again. So that knife can drop and boom, good night, White Walkers. That's all I'm waiting for. Anyway, that's what I'm consuming. So it's a whole <laughs> just a holy life that I'm living uh, with Game of Thrones. So. Next to Sesame Street on like ratings. Sweet. What? That's great, Jeff. You lost me on that last one. It's a joke. Mm. Bad one? Yeah. Well, if nobody laughed. <laughs> <laughs> if Big Bird and the Tigerians were hanging out together. Great events in World War II history in color is the series I've been watching. Okay. Aren't I the wow. moron? Who's doing academic work? And I'm like, blah. I just found myself. <laughs> Zach's going to drop his pants. I forgive you ahead of time. Uh, Can I do a panoramic view here? <laughs> we, yeah. I just wanted to watch something that felt like it was feeding my brain instead of just uh, lulling my brain to sleep. And here is my like one sentence summary of World War II. Uh leaders, generals, people in charge will be told some given some warning or some heads up on something coming and their response will inevitably be, oh, there's no way that could happen. And then they don't take the advice and thousands of people die. Yeah. Yeah. Wash, yeah. rinse, repeat. That is all of World War II. From mm. thousands of miles away. Yeah. There's no way. Nah. We, we see... There's like 500 planes coming into Pearl Harbor. Mm, you know, it's probably just the Navy. They forgot to tell us they were sending 500 planes. Yeah. There's some great, there's some great conspiracy theories around that. And up until fairly recently, I, I wouldn't have thought much of them, but there's been enough things that the government has said that is clearly not true where it's like, oh, okay, well you kind of lied us into Vietnam. It's like, and most of our fleet was out of Pearl Harbor at the time. There's like, I'm not saying oh, that no, we knew it was happening. That. We let it happen, but it wouldn't be the first time yeah. or the only time that it happened. That's yeah. not uh, 30 years ago. We were talking about that when you guys were not born and I was really old still. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're getting it. No, that FDR and uh, allowing you know allowing that to happen just needed a reason to get in, and you couldn't just enter it. The United States couldn't just get into World War II. We weren't involved. No. So having that occur, it's like, yay, let's go, dude. There was there. Every episode has one of those. The Germans taking over Stalin, Stalingrad, and being and uh, being told, "Hey, it looks like the uh, Russians are coming around from behind." Nope, there's no way that they could be doing that. Well, next thing you know, the Germans are s- surrounded, and they take ninety thousand prisoners. Yeah, five thousand were eventually returned. Yeah, there's a lot of that, like D-Day and stuff, where the the German generals were so afraid of doing anything unless the Fuhrer gave the order. Oh, there's they, a lot they of couldn't they couldn't reorganize or move their brigades. And Dude. It's it's fascinating though. It's it's it it is it's a fascinating um breakdown of history. And I don't I've never spent that much time watching anything or studying that much of World War II history, but it's wild to think uh even just the relationship between Russia and Germany, how it like switched from World War One, they were enemies then in World War II, for a while, they were allies. Yeah. And then Germany invaded Germany Russia. invaded Russia. They're like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. I thought we... Yeah, and they yeah. did it at the we wrong time. We said no take-backsies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did it at the wrong time because the winter hit and then they got screwed. I love the history of... Uh, I started as a history major and then I went sideways. But I, I love the history of World War It's probably better for your kids. Two, but I, I do like the spin of the show that shows if America had not won. I can't remember what that's called. We're the national treasure with Nicholas no, no, Cage. No, no, no. <laughs> We're Germany. No, no, no. Man We're in the High Castle. And yes, Man oh, in the High Castle. Yes. Holy crap. That's a, first a, season was great. Oh first my season God. Was great. after that. Yeah. Yeah. Alternative uh, history. That's a book. It, it, Philip Philip K. Dick book, right? That sounds right. Yeah. It's I disagree with Dick generally. It's a fascinating it's a fascinating uh thought process when you mm, go yeah. through that i'm like whoa can like you how things could have could they have gone this way could you imagine could they have could have the scene in austin powers um where tr- stay with me he's stay trying with- to back up the and then car in the, in the tunnel the tent, <laughs> in the tent in the shadows the light and he's pulling no, stuff out of the bag no, this is 62 oh. point three point turn he holds up the melons it's definitely when Vanessa Kensington is no. It's oh, uh, where he farts in the back. Elizabeth Hurley, <laughs> God Ooh. bless her, beautiful woman. Um, wow. The no, it's when Doctor Evil is laughing. They do their they're having their like meeting mm-hmm. of the minds, and he starts laughing, and everyone laughs around, and no, everyone's afraid to be the last one to start oh, laughing. Yeah. That is a real thing. Can you yeah. imagine being yeah. uh, in the presence of Stalin or Kim Jong Il? I'm I'm going back Rune. on purpose, okay. um, and you literally your your family and your your safety is on the line if you're the one seen to stop laughing at his joke first or whatever. Like yeah. that's that's the kind of <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> they they don't just kill you; they kill your family too. Yeah. That's a yeah that that's a real <laughs> thing. That's real power, and so the, yeah. the ability for powerful people with a lot of authority to maintain control in a way and keep secrets in a way it's it's more yeah. than you think if somebody's got a family to protect dude hitler's willing to burn 300,000 soldiers just to 
give Stalin an FU by taking Stalingrad because it was named after him. Anyway, uh, Scotty, what are you consuming? Imagine when it's Trump grad. It's going to be Trump pretty cool. Trump and <laughs> The Trump Tower. Mm. Um, I, I'm just uh, economic stuff, mainly. Oh, is the end of the world again? Yeah, oh, dude, yeah. It's every, every day is the end of the world. Sometimes sometimes I feel it's it's worse than the climate activists like saying, hey, we only got 12 years. Um, oh, yeah. um, but it's still fun. It's still fun to think about. Just remember the worse, the worse the talk is about the end of markets and financial meltdowns and everything, it's per, it's about to pop. So yeah, they're they're talking about uh, the, the U.S. defaulting on. Be their greedy when debt. others are fear, fearful. Oh yeah, Warren Buffett's got it right. Yeah, um, but there there are real issues, and and it might not be the end, but it could have. It could he, be the end of an age. Could, to could use have, a, a, uh, Antonio's tacos. Antonio's end of uh, an age. Uh, yeah, it 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 doesn't have to be what? the end, but it could be could have large impacts on tacos. a large number of people in the U.S. So it might not be the end, especially in large of the economy, but it could be the end of the way the economy functions in this yes. way. And, and this is, and, 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 and aside, so it's, yeah, side topic. And, and to Zach's point is a lot, a lot of, a lot of eschatology teachers and like prophecy teachers, they'll talk, you know, their, their main thing is like, Oh, the, we're just looking for the, the end times and like, mm, well, yeah, that's good. But there could also be things that happen that, are not necessarily related to the end times that we could prepare for. Not just Jesus returning, but let's say a huge economic collapse. That that could be something to warn our fellow Christians about. That is, can happen, and Jesus comes back a thousand years from now. And that's the correct. thing, and that's what's happened over history. Correct. Like There's been terrible cataclysms, terrible wars, famines, pestilence, of which those people... The Christians amongst them surely must have thought this was the end, but it wasn't. And right. so I'm I'm with you on that. Even though I, we don't share the same eschatological right. views, because I I think Jesus is going to come back soon. But also, you and we Paul. could we could just have a bad time in America, right? And it not be the return of Jesus. What yeah. I what I'm consuming is I saw a truck. This goes a while back, but I can't think of. I'm probably consuming a variation of the last three podcasts, whatever I said, then go back to it if you care. But I did see a van, like a giant van lifted. It looked like it was armored and Ooh, nice. I mean, literally armored. It had Bible verses all over it. Lots of revelation quotes. And I think it said something about being like the something. It was a, a pun on being a rapture mobile. I don't know what it said, but it was definitely, they were ready for the rapture, except maybe I don't think they thought it through. <laughs> I think they believe they're going to be a part of the rapture, but I think they were preparing to miss the rapture because they were equipped fully to handle yeah. just in case ever happens. It's like just in case my heart wasn't right, I have this yeah. vehicle, and I it just it tickles me every time I think about that because it's it's like the cults that are like, okay, we're going to go up to the spaceship now, so sell all you have. It's like. Just leave your stuff. You know, you don't <laughs> need the money. It? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you have a give it to me. And then, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and that that's why cognitive there, dissonance. There needs to be a balance. You need to be a balance of like, okay, what's going on in the world around us? And also maybe my assumptions yeah. are wrong. Like may, maybe I can learn. I think this thing, but also like maybe other people have smart things to say that might give me a better perspective. Oh, and also maybe we can both be right. Never. So be good. I for goodness sake. Nice. Whoa, somebody's coming. Well, you know, crap. thank you really everybody for joining us at the Christian all tonight. I think Scott mm-hmm. and I were both right at the same time, like two times tonight, maybe. Uh, for Scott, Zach, Jeff, Andy, this is the Bros Bibles of Beers podcast. You can get us on all the socials at Bros Bibles Beer. If you want to leave us a voicemail, we will play it on the air. Um, unedited. Go to anchor.fm slash pod. See you, Zach. Bye. Yep. Share it with one friend. Grace, peace, cheer. Grace, peace, cheer.